You got to start paying attention to your environment. You got to start thinking about the kinds of people you're hanging out with. Are they people who are actively pursuing growth? Are they people who are constantly working on themselves? Are they people who are congruent with what they're doing? I mean, there's a lot of people out there who say one thing and do another. Hey, welcome to the Global Network. I'm Montana Valverde, a former professional dancer turned mindset mentor, and I am obsessed with all things self-growth, network marketing, health, and helping you tap into your personal power. Before we jump into the episode, be sure to click subscribe so that you never miss a minute of the show. Thank you for spending some time with me today. Now let's dive in. Hello, 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 everyone. Welcome back to another episode of The Global Network. I'm super excited for today's episode because I'm actually gonna be sharing with you a recording from a live video that I did sharing my top takeaways from the book, Atomic Habits. Atomic Habits is written by James Clear, and I truly believe that this is one of the best books for simplifying how you can build sustainable habits in your life. I truly believe from the bottom of my heart that this book completely changed the truth trajectory of how I show up in my life, in my business, in my relationships, in my health, and so much more. And I just want to let you guys know that this is not sponsored by any means. I just truly love this book so much and I want to share my top takeaways with you from it. If you haven't already read the book, you can click the link in the show notes to go and purchase it on Amazon or listen to it on Audible. It's literally amazing. So without further ado, welcome to episode eight, my top takeaways from the book Atomic Habits. The first lesson that I learned from the book Atomic Habits um, is something where he was talking about essentially joining a culture of desired behavior. So he says one of the most effective, effective things you can do to build better habits is to join a culture where your desired behavior is the normal behavior. So essentially enrolling yourself in an opportunity where the, the habits that you're forming are going to be celebrated, are going to be the norm, are going to be what people are doing consistently already, where you can model the success of other people who are actually like consistently pursuing these habits. So being a part, for example, if you are actively striving to pursue personal development, you want to grow as a person, you want to expand in self-education, maybe enrolling yourself in a program or a course, or being a part of a community of leaders or of people who are actively striving for those goals and visions as well, and who want that same level of self-improvement, if not more. So that is one of the things that I learned. And the reason why this is such a huge takeaway is because you don't really realize the power of other people until you're surrounded yourself with them and you develop this level of self-awareness to be like, okay, well, honestly, I realize that the people I'm surrounding myself with right now are actually like seeing where I want to go. They don't really support where I want to go. They don't support the vision that I have for my life. So it's usually like when people don't see it, that we crave to be a part of people who do um, and be surrounded by people who do. And so I just thought that that was really interesting. And, you know, a lot of habit building is just patterns, right? It's just patterns that we run over and over and over again. And the best part about a habit is that you don't even have to think about it. It's like automatic. And the worst part about a, uh, the worst part about a habit is the fact that it is automatic and we don't think about it. So it can be challenging to change them. So we just said one of the most effective things you can do to build better habits in your life is to join a culture where your desired behavior is the normal behavior, where you want to feel the best, look the best, achieve the most is um, just the norm. The second uh, top takeaway I had from the book is if you want better results, then forget about your goals. He says, focus on your system instead. 
Goals are good for setting uh, direction, but systems are best for making progress in your life. And you guys know if you work with me one-on-one um, -on -one or you've worked with me inside of a program before that I'm a firm believer in the fact that progress is what's going to give you the most fulfillment and the most happiness in your life. And so if you want better results, what he means by the whole concept of systems is like systems is what's going to give you the goal. And a lot of the time, the journey is the destination, right? So if we're constantly focusing on like the end result, but we're not embracing the journey it takes to get to that end result, we're going to always feel unfulfilled or like we didn't do enough or just overall unsatisfied, dissatisfied with what we're doing. So he says, get like addicted to creating progress, get addicted to the system, how you're going to build your way to that end goal. And a great way to do that is to set up rituals, to set up routines, um, to get yourself into momentum, figuring out different ways that you can enroll yourself in opportunities that are going to move the needle in your life. These are all different um, actions that you can take to really start getting clear on your systems. And then of course, the most important part of it is building um, a layer of consistency around it, right? So getting consistent with the way that you show up, getting consistent with your morning rituals, with your evening rituals, with how you show up for your community, how you show up for your friends, how you show up as a leader, and more importantly, how you show up for yourself. So that's my second takeaway. If you want better results, forget about the goals, focus on the system. Um, and then the third is environment. So he says, environment is non is the non-visible hand that shapes human behavior. And I just, oh, when, he, when he said that, I was like, wow, oh my gosh, that is so profound. Our environment has a, such a large influence and an impact on the way that we show up in our behavior, which ultimately determines our results. And I don't just mean the environment of people that you spend your time with. It's like the way that your environment looks, the way you feel in your environment right? The way that you feel nurtured inside of your environment, the community of people that you show up for, like it all impacts and reflects our habits. And so he says that your environment essentially is like a non-visible hand. It's crafting and creating everything that's going on inside of your behavior that is eventually showing up as the results in your life. So if you want to grow stronger habits and get better in your life, then you got to start paying attention to your environment. You got to start thinking about the kinds of people you're hanging out with. Are they people who are actively pursuing growth? Are they people who are constantly working on themselves? Are they people who are congruent with what they're doing? I mean, there's a lot of people out there who say one thing and do another. How many of us are those people, right? I mean, we all do it. But think about those who you want to surround yourself with and think about those who you want to model the success of, because those who you're spending the most time with, the environment that you put yourself in, it's literally going to craft and create um, the way that you show up. The fourth takeaway that I have, he says, good habits make your time an ally and bad habits make your time an enemy. I'll say that one more time. Good habits make your time an ally ally and bad habits make your time an enemy. And so what he means by this is if you think about time as an emotion, right? That's really all that time is. When you're having a great time, it feels like, you know, time is just flying by and you just don't even think about it. But when you're having a bad time or when you're wasting your time, you feel like it's going on forever. So really at the end of the day, time is just an emotion. And so what he means by this is when it comes to your habits, when you develop strong habits that are in alignment with your version of success, when you develop habits that fuel your greatness, that fuel what it is that you're trying to create in your life, that add value to the people that you're trying to serve and support, that really align with where you want to go in your compelling future, 
they are honestly on your side and it makes you feel like you are actually doing what you need to be doing to grow. You feel like it's the right thing. You feel happy. It controls your emotions. You want to do more of it. You stimulate this part of your body that initially changes biochemistry in yourself. And you're just like, I feel like I can do more than this, right? Like how many of you get, like, when you get a result in something, you're like, I can do this forever. It feels like nothing. Like when you're a part of a mission or a calling or a purpose that makes you feel on fire and on top of the world, you don't feel like you want to work every day. You feel like you're a part of something greater than yourself. You love it. It makes you feel excited. So he's saying good habits make your time an ally. So you want to start to develop really strong habits in your life that are going to make you feel like, you know, time is just something that's flying by and it's not whole, being held over your head or something that you feel like you're constantly searching for, you never have enough of, and you're, you're in lack mindset. And then he says the other side of it, habits, um, bad habits make your time your enemy. And so if you maybe need to do a little audit in your life or reflection in your life and you feel like you're running out of time, you feel like you never have enough time, you're always counting down the hours at your job or something with time is just not aligning with you or you want to learn how to leverage your time, get it back, start to pay attention to the habits that aren't adding value to where you want to go and really recognize like, okay, is what I'm doing right now, is this really starting to contribute to my growth or is this maybe taking away from my growth? And then make a decision from there moving forward on how you want to respond. And then the fifth and final takeaway that I have is he says many people think that many people think they lack motivation when really they lack clarity. It's not always obvious when and where to start taking action in your life. It's just not. It's not always obvious when you should put the, you know, the phone down and and go out and exercise. It's not always obvious when you should press exit and turn off your TV, right? It's not always obvious when we need to show up for ourselves or when we need to show up for, you know, our goals or whatever, our, our end result, desired end result, right? And so he's saying a lot of the time, it's not motivation that you're lacking. I mean, if we think about motivation for a second, and if you guys have worked with me in the past, you know how, how I feel about motivation, but motivation is a fleeting feeling. We can't depend on it for anything in our life. If we depend on motivation in our life, we're going to be cut short very quickly. It's all about discipline and consistency and building a muscle of discipline in your life. And so it's never a lack of motivation. It's a lack of clarity. If you don't know exactly where you want to go, you're not getting there, right? If you don't know, if you don't have a very clear idea on what it is that you desire from something that you're going to do, you're not going to get it, right? So it's like coming back to this concept and idea of, I need to get 100% crystal clear, blinders on, on where I want to go, what the compelling future looks like for me. What does it look like and feel like when I get to that final destination? And then how can I create habits that support that end result? Because it's never for a lack of motivation and you will never be motivated to do anything in your life. And here's something I learned from Mel Robbins actually as well. She says, no one's coming. Nobody's coming to tell you to eat better, right? Or to put the, the chocolate down or to go sober for a month. Like, Seriously, guys, nobody's coming. Nobody's coming to change it for you. You got to be the one that stands up for yourself and says, enough is enough. I'm going to make the difference. I'm going to make the change. I need, like, it's a must for me to grow from this place. I need to let go of what doesn't serve me and I need to move forward. And so never do a lack of motivation. It's a lack of clarity. If you feel like you have no idea what you're doing right now in your life, you feel lost, you feel like you need additional, just you need something to get you going again. Think about what it is that you have in front of you. 
Can you see what your goals are going to give you? Can you see the life that you could have at the end? Could you see what this X amount of money that you're going to earn through commissions in your business is going to give you? What kind of life it's going to give you? Can you see the vision that you have for those who you serve and you help? Because if you can't, then that's a good indication of where you need to start. You need to start building a vision. You need to start building a future. You need to start thinking about where you want to be. Think about what it is that drives you. Think about what makes you excited and passionate in life. Too many people think about the things that they don't have. Can you imagine what life would look like if we flowed all of our time and energy into what is in our control, what we can change? The world is going to go and move and keep moving forward with or without us. So we either jump on board and we get with it or we get left behind right? We either adapt and we pivot or we stay exactly where we are and we question and we wonder and we blame our outside environment for why we don't have the results that we want. So start to focus on how you can build this muscle inside of your body of discipline and start to develop habits that are going to be completely in alignment with where you want to go. And part of the reason why I built my program, Align Your Life, is because it's an entire eight-week experience on how you can unlearn all of the outdated patterns and habits that you run consistently already and relearn and come back to who you truly are. Develop this identity and sense of urgency within yourself to say, when I say go, we go, to make your goals and actively pursuing growth a must in your life. Too many people prefer the other way. I would prefer to not read the book. I would prefer to not go to the gym. But when we make decisions based off of our preferences, we are almost most likely 99% of the time not going to get to where we want to get to, right? When we keep our preferences in our decisions, we almost will always prefer to go back to what's comfortable. You will never grow inside of your comfort zone and you will never develop a strong muscle of discipline when you choose whatever the easier option is going to be, what feels most comfortable to you. So those are my top five takeaways, five lessons that I learned from the book Atomic Habits. Go out and read it. It's an incredible book or get it on Audible, however you feel. Um, and look up James Clear because he's got so many different exercises and things that he offers. Um, and if you guys feel like you really want to be a part of an experience where you can learn how to like eradicate the old story, literally eliminate and annihilate your limiting beliefs in your life and really get crystal clear and align your life, getting back on track to where you want to be, drop a um, the word align, drop the word align inside the comments of this live video. My team and I will reach out to you and we'll connect with you and support you on your journey to alignment. We want to be here to help you. We want to be able to answer any questions that you have as well. And we'd love to have you a part of the program. The enrollment for this round of the program is going to be closing in the next week. And so you won't be able to join the program until we host it live again in the future. So if you're serious about really getting into the program and like you're really ready to let go of what doesn't serve you anymore and start to adopt habits that do, definitely drop, drop down the word align inside of the comment box and we'll be able to help you guys. So I hope that this has been valuable for you. Make sure you share your top takeaways with us inside of this community, inside this group as well. If you feel as though we have moved you in some way, if this has been helpful for you, we want to hear your feedback. But nonetheless, I hope you guys have a beautiful rest of your week and I will see you again soon. Take care. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you enjoyed it and you want to stay connected with our global network community, check out the links in the show notes.